Welcome to No One's Ever Asked Me That, where you'll hear inspiring, real, behind-the-scenes stories from high achievers building a life and a business with passion, designed to motivate you, inspire you, teach you, and show you exactly what's possible for you, too. This is No One's Ever Asked Me That with your host, Christine McAllister. Hey, my friends. I am coming to you today from the Great Smoky Mountains. I had planned to record this sitting in front of this beautiful labyrinth made of lavender plants and beautiful gray rocks. It's a super peaceful place. This morning when I found it, there was silence. Oh, peace. And now there is bitterly cold wind and someone blowing some of the many, many, many millions of leaves. I'm at a cabin here for the week with my family. I also just had my first personal, like private hypnosis session. It reminded me, as I was thinking about what I wanted to share with you today, my first solo episode, and I don't even know how long, I wanted to share with you a little bit about what's been going on in terms of my lessons, more of my lessons. We talked about some of them last week with Nicole. More of my lessons around everything that this year has has brought, has presented to me. I turned 40 five days ago. The last six months, I have been presented with a lot of health challenges related to long COVID. One of the gifts of this time for me of being sick is that I have started to, I've slowed down a lot and it's been scary as I've mentioned before, starting to be faced with just how much of my worth I have tied up in my work and my business and have made dependent upon those things. That while I do feel like it is my purpose with my career to help others shine as brightly as they're meant to share their work in the world, which is the same purpose that I had when I was only business coaching and now the the purpose that I'm also helping these incredible entrepreneurs get featured on podcasts. I have tended to put that work above everyone and everything else. It's ironic, right? Because I know that I'm here to be a bright light. In fact, the word beacon is something that many people have referred to me as and it's also hard to be a beacon when you are placing so much importance on on output and on doing it's not that i grind it's not that i hustle 60 hours a week i, I never have it's just more about the i think the in- intentionality and the stories that are running in my head and my ability to relax and give myself permission to do other things. Part of this is my own narrative and part of it is conditioned, right? If we run our own businesses sooner or later, unless we had a very unusual upbringing, we have to confront the messages that we have picked up that you have to work really, really hard to succeed, that you have to put in a lot of hours, that you can't have money and a happy family, that you can't be a good mom and have a big career, that you can't 
do one thing really, really well without other important things suffering. I've noticed that some of the chatter in my mind, the anxious chatter, my mind racing, is around trying to, trying to keep me moving, trying to keep me quote unquote safe, trying to look out for all the things that maybe aren't going perfectly or that could be going better in that perfectionist, tending, leaning mind of mine. I really only hear when I get quiet, which for a long time, I wasn't practicing enough. I think I have this tendency, like so many of us, to live up in my mind instead of embodying in my body and to be thinking about always what's next and planning for what's next rather than being present. The word for my 40th year is presence. It's presence. It's the thing I keep coming back to. I have some amazing VIP done for you clients who teach on this, who truly do embody this, who've made this their life's work. And I plan to feature some of them in the future. So be looking for that. And, and they inspire me. In the words of one of my favorite teachers on the Insight Timer app, Sarah Blondin, to be present for the simplicity of life. There's part of me that's really, really good really good, like superpower good at making things super, super simple for other people. You know, I, I had a program called Six Figure Simplicity. My clients have told me tons of times like, oh, it's so simple. And then because we tend to teach what we need to learn, holding that mirror up to myself and allowing it to be simple for myself, allowing myself to take my own medicine. That's the challenging thing. That's the confronting thing to sit and be still to feel my body, to trust someone enough to pay them to hypnotize me. <laughs> you know, I think what I've been noticing is that this is the not so subtle nudge to come to presence. What I've been going through with my health, the trouble that I've had sleeping because my mind races with anxious thoughts, which is why I hired the hypnotist to help me with sleep because I think there are very few things I haven't yet tried to help me sleep better. Hypnosis, private hypnosis being one of them. I listen to lots of sleep hypnosis tracks, meditations and whatnot. But getting to the root cause of what's creating those running thoughts, that's my intention and I'll let you know how it goes. It feels like, you know, in this 40th year and everything that's, that's led up to it, it feels like basically the foundations that, that were the things well layers deep under the presenting things on the surface, right? It's never the thing, the initial thing, the obvious thing that we think it is. It feels like a lot of those structures, those beliefs, those patterns that I had built my life upon and assumed were true and then of course behaved as if they were and got the results they were. It feels like those things have been challenged in a huge way, right? An obvious one would be the work is worth thing. Okay, what am I worth if I can't work? Yeah, I have to be productive. I have to be doing. That's what makes a worthy human. The ability to have been healthy so much that I took my health for granted. The beliefs that a certain level of success would make me happy like that I was different than other people, right? A certain level of success in business, actually the thing that would make me happy despite what all the research shows, right? That external validation that I have sought as a high achiever and as a high performer and as a, a person who was good at the things that 
were rewarded to be good for, for my whole life. As scary as it's been to be, to be sick and to be so anxious and overwhelmed and depressed and all of that, all at the same time, fun, fun times. It has also been this beautiful season of uncovering and of questioning, reflecting, breathing, becoming present in my own life. I don't know that I would have made the conscious choice to do that without my body requiring me to in order to heal because of the beliefs that I had and the stuff that I'm still untangling. I wanted to share this because it's such a process, right? I was telling the hypnotist, you know, a part of me definitely believes all of these things that I'm that I want to fully embody. And then there's clearly a part of me that doesn't. And so it has created this conflict in me. Like a part of me 100% believes that work can be full of ease and flow and that you don't have to grind or stay up until 3 a.m. to have the business and life of your dreams. And then there's this other part of me that it doesn't, it, it doesn't feel safe to fully, fully live that out. It feels scary. It feels like letting go of control. And control is a thing for me. Control is a, has been a false way to feel safe, right? To try to control for the things. Hypnotist was like, how's that working for you? And I'm sitting there, you know, looking at, looking at him like tired. My face is tired. It looks tired on the Zoom screen, even with the, the smoother features filter on. Hello. One of my clients asked me if I use that. And I was like, yes, I do. Of course I do. And I've got, you know, thick gray roots in my hair and there's sparkling off of the sunlight coming through the, the big windows overlooking the mountains here in this cabin. And I'm like, we're tired. We're tired. We're not getting restorative sleep. We're 40. And the way that we have been in the world has gotten us a lot of external praise and a lot of external success. But I haven't been approaching it from the place that I want, from the, the place that I desire, from the place of like, hey, my true self who believes that no matter what I do or don't do, I'm still enough because I'm here. And this honestly may not make any sense to you. <laughs> I have no idea how it's going to come across or be received. I just knew that I wanted to deepen this work as worth conversation, this presence conversation these lessons that I'm learning about being human, about being in the world, about being a, a soul, having a human experience, you know, about accepting that life includes pain and challenges rather than resisting that and feeling like it should be a certain different way. One of the mantras that I have been repeating to myself, and I don't remember which book it came from, but it's Accept it like you chose it. There have been a lot of things that I've been resisting that I felt like I haven't had the energy to parent the way that I would like to if I'm in my optimal state. Ideas that I've had for life, being a good friend, being a good partner in my business. I can tell myself a story that I'm wrong and this will all get better when I feel better or I can accept it like I chose it and like drop the resistance and go, this is what it is for right now, and I'm going to accept it as if I chose it, all of it. I think the other thing that I, all of this highlights is 
is perspective, right? That perhaps like one of our greatest gifts is the ability to make any meaning that we want out of anything that happens to us. And a lot of times it's totally unconscious. This means this, this means this, this means this. I totally made meaning out of getting sick that was very negative and why me? And you know, I stayed in my why me mode for a while. The perspective shift of having hope of this happening for me, of being able to create my own healing and seek out things that could help heal me and people who could help heal me and ways that I treat myself that could help heal me. I have found that that perspective, that hope has created physical change in my body, has created excitement, has created energy because I haven't felt stuck in those times. And we could apply this to business. We could apply this to anything in our lives. It's me being very, very philosophical and very muddy. And I didn't come into this with an outline or notes or anything, but me sitting down, contemplating behind the scenes, raw and real, (laughs) a little bit of what it's like to be in Christine's head. (laughs) And I'm curious if you've been having similar thoughts too. I'm curious if you've been on a similar journey. I'm curious what you do to embody presence as you go about your life, not when you're meditating and you're all alone, when things are challenging. How do you accept it like you chose it? How have you owned your worth apart from your accomplishments? Have you separated yourself from that persona of a high achiever that got all of the attention for internally and externally, right? (laughs) For achieving. I love to hear from you. If this is any part of this conversation resonated. This is episode 52. It took us more than a year to get there, but it seems appropriate. It seems appropriate starting a new trip around the sun of my life. We get close to the turn of a calendar year. I think there's something about, at least here, where I live, the seasons transitioning into winter that brings about a contemplative feeling. Maybe it's just me being in my head. Who knows? Maybe it's me being in a different location. What I do know is today I'm grateful to be here, even as I watch myself like wondering how an episode of this departure from the norm (laughs) is going to be received. So I'm going to put it out there despite my prejudging and questions about if this is valuable. I'm going to continue this process and continue the unraveling of the stories and patterns and beliefs that got me to a place where I found myself with crashed adrenals and all kinds of nervous system symptoms. And I'm going to lean into presence and trust. Presence and trust. The things we resist, things I resist. Believing stuff is out there somewhere and believing that if I'm going to, if something's going to happen, then then I have to do it because otherwise it won't get done right. I got to be in control. I'm going to make room, more room for miracles and for magic. And the things that I get glimpses of when I lean into these things, but that more often than not, I, I avoid. I have avoided presence and trust. I want you to feel free to reflect these things back to me and call me out. For now, let me know if you're walking the same path with me. Thank you for being here with me and for listening to this heartfelt episode. I'm grateful for you. Sending you love. And here's to being open to magic and miracles. If you loved this episode, would you consider scrolling down if you're listening on iTunes and leaving me a quick rating. And if you feel like it, a review that is so helpful to me to 
help get the word out there and share this amazing free resource with more high achievers just like you. I value and see every single review and it would just mean the world to me. Thank you so much. Here's to living your life with passion.